It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. Last week was the first time in a couple of years that I didn't upload a podcast. And I will say it's not for lack of trying, although it was going to be a rerun. The lackluster Wi-Fi at my hotel in Vancouver was not cooperating. And every time I tried to upload it, I was alerted that it would only take 23 hours and 59 minutes for my upload to complete. Oh my gosh, you can only imagine. I did a fair amount of cussing and a solid job of beating myself up over it, only to finally realize when I got high that I was probably the only one who'd actually notice. After all, I know all of us are busy and shit inevitably happens. I took the opportunity to give myself a break something I hope we all do a little more of in this new decade. So I was in Vancouver for the Lift & Co. Expo, exploring what's new in the Canadian cannabis market for 2020. The 2.0 products are slowly trickling into the market. Edibles, drinkables, vapes, concentrates, and topicals. You know, the things us Californians are spoiled with already. That said, on your next trip to a Canadian cannabis retail store, it will be a more robust shopping experience. I carried my handheld recorder as I walked to the Vancouver Convention Center, and I stopped to chat with folks who piqued my interest. I ran into some of my favorite peeps and made new friends along the way, and I'm sharing a few of those conversations on today's podcast. So settle in, my friend. It's time to get casually baked, Canadian style. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I 
West Coast smoke. Sean, tell me how you represent the cannabis space. Yes, yeah, so I'm the founder of Summer Blues Optics. I started it about three years ago. Um, I come from the cannabis industry. I'm a cultivator and was spending eight hours a day in the grow rooms and started seeing dots and headaches and all sorts of things. So I reached out to eye doctors and eye surgeons and was getting a little bit more information on how damaging these grow lights could be. So I developed a product that I could use for myself in the grow room. And what is your product called? It's uh, Summer Blues. We make specific uh, lenses for grow rooms, for grow lights. So we have metal halide, HPS, and we're working on an LED lens right now. Are you finding that people just don't know? That yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing is educating people. Uh, you know, people don't really know how damaging these lights are. They don't really know the UV that's admitted from these grow lights. They admit UVA, UVB, and UVC, um, and they're really damaging to the eyes. Um, it can be irreversible eye damage so you, yeah we're trying to educate growers you know to protect our eyes at least wear something even sunglasses helps um, but our lenses have special color correct correcting polycarbonate it takes the harsh uh, orange spectrum away from an HPS light so you can see your plants clearly it's easier to detect deficiencies in your plants as well as protect your growth yeah your I was eyes. shocked when I put them on and then you look at the flowers that you have here in this display and I'm like wow yeah, it's, it's pretty neat to see that transition, yeah. yeah. So what are you most excited about in the Canadian cannabis market for 2020? Um, all the new uh, operations starting up is really cool. Also, this, the four plant grows, like just the small home growers, the tank growers, and, um, you know, getting in with them and educating them. I'm, like, really familiar with cannabis and cultivating, so educating, on pe educating people on tricks and tips in their garden, um, as well as educate them on, on lights too. So I do a lot of research on these different types of lighting manufacturers and uh, different applications for each light. So you have Summer Blue, so you're selling the glasses. Correct. Then, um, through Summer Blues, do you also give these tips or is that through another business you have? No, no, it's just straight through Summer Blues right now. Um, I recently just started working full time on it about three months ago. So I've had the company for, yeah, thank you very much. I'm really happy to make the jump. Um, but yeah, so I was working in Grows um, full time as well as running the company. And um, yeah, we're trying to put out more media and more information on our social media platforms. And what is your handle on social media? It's Summer Blues Optics. Yep. Okay, at Summer Blues Optics. Yeah, at Summer Blues Optics. Are you on Instagram? Yeah, and Instagram and Facebook, LinkedIn. Right on. And right on. Uh, yeah, we're going to start a YouTube channel this year too. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, this is definitely a visual thing. People need to a see what you're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. What do you want people to know or discover? Uh, growers, if you spend a lot of time in a grow room, go get your eyes checked more frequently than you think and, and take the proper precautions because these lights are really damaging to your eyes. That's that's my shameless plug. And that is a, that is a shameless plug to help everyone. Absolutely. So. That's sort of our mission is protecting growers' eyes. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I love what you're doing. And I like that, you know, you have these, like, basic blue goggles, but you've also come up with, like, really cool-looking glasses. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Blues Brothers style. Yeah, glasses. for sure. And we're working on a couple other styles, too, that we'll release uh, this year as well. Right on. Well, I look forward to seeing, pun yeah. intended, the what you got going in 2020. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thanks, Sean. So my name is Paulo Perro from Life Edibles. I love what you're doing here yeah. now that we've got Cannabis 2.0 in the works. Um, you are a manufacturing partner for people that want to do edibles, is that correct? Yeah, so we have our Life brand, but a lot of the focus on the company was built around the idea 
to be a solution provider for uh, the different licensed producers, uh, that cannabis LPs, etc. Right. So we will provide. We will develop, package, distribute their products under their brands that will be completely proprietary to them. So we're also pushing our own brand life, of course, and uh, we're going to be entering into the space in about six to eight months. That is when we're going to be going through the no sugar added uh, development, right? So that's a part of my life, right? Because when I'm in the manufacturing of uh, the current no sugar added products. So we do want to add that to the market. Uh, we're going to be organic certified, uh, that we're going to be vegan friendly with some items and um, and our chocolate is all fair trade. We're the only ones in Canada. There's a Colombian bean that we use and uh, that this will be proprietary to life. Awesome. And yeah. you know, I'm somebody that needs the low glycemic yes. index, if you will, on my products. So I haven't really found anyone yet here awesome. in Canada that can tell me they're doing something that's awesome. low to no sugar or savory. So awesome. the product that you currently have on the market yourself that kind of led you into the space that's non-cannabis, what is yeah. that? Tell me a little bit about that. So actually we won an award in 2019. Danny Min, our chocolatier. Uh, you can keep it. It's fine. Yeah. You walk hey, up? hey, Danny. Danny, what was uh, what was been our award-winning chocolate bar? Uh, quinoa, milk quinoa. Yeah, so milk chocolate quinoa, no sugar added. Uh, that, what was it sweetened with? Uh, the mix. Yeah, so with stevia, that particular one, right? But we also have what are the other sweeteners that we work with? Yeah, so we work with the erythritol. Uh, that we did some maltitol stuff as well in the past. Uh, that we're kind of veering away from maltitol, right? Because we found different alternatives, right? So we're testing and mixing ourselves. But uh, we were very happy, man, to win that uh, the 2019 award man, for the no sugar added, uh, that no gluten product. Right, so that was awesome. And that was with Ross. You said that yeah, with Ross chocolates. Ross chocolates. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I will keep an eye on what you're doing. Now it's yes. Life Edibles, but that's L Y F. Yes. So yeah. So it stands for a few things. Uh, love your food. Live your freedom. Right. So, you know, we just wanted to spin around that, you know, okay. we really like the uh, that life is good is one of our great tags that we like to say. Right. So, you know, man, we're all about uh, that building a culture and and uh, providing our customers with a consistent safe dose every time. I dig so, it. So if people yeah. want to find you on social media or on the Web, how do yeah. they do that? Uh, that follow us at uh, life edibles on Instagram and our website. <laughs> I'm just the CEO, right? So I don't know all this stuff. I mean, I don't know everything. But yeah, but I think it's... Uh, what's our website? Uh, well, we have two. One. Lifeedibles.com. There you go. Lifeedibles.com. There you go, man. Come follow us there, man. We, we nailed it. We got it. We're good. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Paolo. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Tinashe Kanengoni. I am here with Grofo. And Grofo is here selling uh, living soils. And what do I mean by living soils? Are soils that are high in microbial matter coming from earthworms. And so soil health is super important. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand that. So do you help farmers like remediate their soil? Do you give like soil, they bring you a soil sample and you help them? How does it work? Um, and at the current moment, we're the different levels of how we work with the 
uh, goer, first a grower can customize a soil mix based on organic, certified organic inputs, or we can work with a grower to meet their specific needs based on what they want to get out based on a living soil aspect, or sometimes we do nutrient extracts which are focused less on the biology but more on the organic chemistry. You're a soil nerd, so tell me what's your background? My background is really environmental studies and banking. I actually came out of banking accounting, but I was also a psychiatric nurse too. <laughs> so I've done you're, so many that's right, you're things that have led me to this place of foundational earth based. But I think I am much more of a spiritual being that sees from there more than an academic person seeing is my inborn lens of how you look at the world. It's all this, a science not separated with the physics, chemistry, or biology, but all of them is a key piece. Like the plant is energy, the organisms, the microorganisms, the chemistry. So it's a marriage between these three aspects as we walk, as we breathe, as we think, as chemistry, biology, physics. That's how I see it. You're speaking my language. I am a, yes, absolutely. And I've learned a lot living in California and by visiting farmers in the Emerald Triangle. And, you know, one of the things regenerative farming is is such an important thing. And I, I feel like a lot of people forget that they they focus too much on the plant once they see it above the ground and they're not focusing on the foundation of things and what's happening below below the ground. Yeah, I, I, for me, the regenerative aspect is two aspects. There's one, how you're producing and then what you're leaving within the soil and then the tools you're using as microorganisms, a regenerative tube. And then the second part is a product that comes outside of it becomes a regenerative because of what you're starting to do at the bottom. If it's regenerated, the product is regenerative as much as we're looking at it as a healing product. So it's so aligned that once you start regenerative at the bottom, then your practices are regenerative from plants to your thinking to everything. It's not just one part. The farmer has to also have a regenerative mind. I appreciate that. So are your products focused for the home grower or do you also work with commercial growers? What's your... We started off actually from an organic agriculture and landscaping space and now we work with commercial and individuals too. So we have an outlet retail spots. We also produce stuff that stores are keeping and selling. So we do two pathways, B2B and then also on a retail. On a B2B it's really the customizing and the large scale distribution. Now, are you available in the in all of North America, in Canada, and the we, United States? We could be, and we're trying. But really, so far, we've been like doing BC, uh, what else? Toronto, Ontario, cross Canada. We can really do cross Canada. Okay. Yeah. How, how do people find you if they want to look up Grow4? Uh, well, we're online too. Uh, there's Grow4 on Twitter. There's Grow4 on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, so it's G-R-O, the number four, dot C-A. Yeah. Okay, well, tell me what we're at. You know, it's January. This conference has been a lot of forecasting about what's going to happen this year. What are you most excited about in the Canadian market in 2020? Currently, what we're talking about, because everybody's talking about clean cannabis, And so that aligns to a need because at the end, there's a lot of testing happening and people are not getting the results. So I'm smiling. 
I like come back. Who's got the shit? Yeah. <laughs> we have it. I appreciate that. All right, so I'm gonna give you one shameless plug. Oh, didn't I just throw it there? I mean, <laughs> hey, now I'm giving you another shot at okay, it. Okay, okay. So, what is one thing that you really want people to to walk away thinking or knowing or doing a little bit different? Most importantly, I think is where you're starting to do your work. If you do your work with love, then you are able to see the brighter understanding from the micro, the ecosystem-based thinking and value chain. I, I think in this industry, there is no one company. It's a value chain. There are people who start with the genes or the seeds, and then you have the, 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 the nutrients and the microbes, and then you get to the people who are then dealing with the processing, packaging, and then you get to the ones designing products for the streets and marketing. So I think we're a long value chain that really needs to learn to work together and create knowledge. I'm also moving into the data, creating data that aligns to results. I appreciate that. You're a really smart man. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, I, I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for the chance. Remember, we said we're looking for social noise, too, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> James, it's such a pleasure to see you again. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Joanna. It's great to see you as well. Um, so I wanted to chat with you because you and I always have nice, nerdy conversations about cannabis. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit more about, like, how you got here. When did this whole journey start for you? When I was about 12 years old, I realized my sister was uh, consuming cannabis and uh, she was getting a nice experience out of it. And what kind of drove me towards uh, the research side of cannabis, like since I've been enthralled with cannabis chemistry since then, uh, it kind of pushed me to uh, constantly be looking for the newest trends in cannabis extraction. And Dude. pleasure. Um, so. You're a local celebrity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alberta people and BC people coming up. But so what really pushed me to uh, to go ahead and uh, pursue the science side of cannabis was uh, seeing my sister consume. And I decided I want to do a bunch of research into this to see if it would be something for me. And as soon as I realized that there was so many medical benefits, even back then, and how uh, people were finding uh, a lot of solace in cannabis for, say, chemotherapy and uh, arthritis, it kind of just allowed me to find a little groove so that I could find different products that were working for other people and finding out how I could pivot them to allow for uh, better products and better applications so that people can consume it without smoking. Yeah, so, you know, most people that do what you do, they go to college for a really long time and, and get some sort of master's or PhD. And I'm telling you, you know so much about the science and the chemistry of cannabis. And I just, I love that you seriously took a curiosity and you've now made yourself a really big player in the Canadian cannabis market. Well, thank you very much. Having uh, gone through some of this, so much of this research on my own and being able to formulate my own opinions on different uh, innovations that have come out allowed me to um, kind of learn it all at my own pace without the structured environment of university. 
And although previously it was uh, somewhat of a sticking point with people. The fact that you didn't have a degree? Yeah, absolutely. Not having the piece of paper that says that I sat in a class for four years straight a lot kind of off-puts people who uh, are on the outside of uh, the cannabis chemistry uh, spectrum because they, they need that piece of paper to be able to uh, verify whether or not you're legitimate. But having spent so much time on my own, whenever I find myself in the, in the company of cannabis chemists, they never seem to ask me uh, where my piece of paper came from. Yeah, because people that know what you know know that you know what you're talking about right I mean so it's like your work and and the research that you do speaks for itself so what products are you most excited about like you know it's 2020 we've got cannabis 2.0 now and you know new products are rolling out what are you most excited to be working with right now well right now I'm most excited about uh, the beverage market not necessarily for the uh, cannabis connoisseur who's looking for a boutique product that um, translates exactly what the flower is into the drink. It's more into the beverage alcohol side to be able to produce something that can become a uh, alcohol alternative is uh, most important to me because there's about 6% of the Canadian cannabis population that is uh, looking into getting into uh, cannabis beverages. But there's about 50% of people who consume beverage alcohol worldwide would be looking for an alternative. Yeah. And uh, if you're able to create a, uh, a water-soluble product that is able to mimic or uh, emulate a similar onset time to alcohol, you'd be able to create a predictable experience. And I think that's gonna be uh, one of the most valuable 2.0 products coming out. I agree, and as someone who is north of 40 years old, and I find that you know alcohol affects me differently as I age, and you know one large glass of wine can leave me feeling kind of hazy and headachey the next day. And so I am seeking out that alternative. I make mocktails at home. I'm experimenting with a lot of the beverages in California right now. And there was someone on social media the other day that was just blasting the beverage market saying like, nobody wants this. I messaged him back and I'm like, um, I have to disagree with you. Like, I want this. There's, there are so many people, like the consciousness of our planet is rising. People are becoming more intentional about the things that they do and say and the things they put into their bodies. And so I'm like you, I believe that there's huge potential for the cannabis beverage market. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the, uh, one of the main draws of the beverage side is that it's accessible. You don't need to like bum a light from somebody. And even in that case, uh, people who have not been uh, smoking cannabis up until Cannabis 2.0, it, it's almost recommended that they don't necessarily go towards that unless they want to try an authentic cannabis experience. Because it's almost better to be a steward of the industry and going forward to get people to consume something that is not as detrimental to their health as combusting uh, plant matter. Even though I'm a big fan of flour myself, it's because my uh, early baptism into cannabis uh, started with a joint. And I still enjoy a joint to this day, but 
almost would prefer if somebody was to consume a beverage that was had high bioavailability and tasted not necessarily like cannabis, but to get the experience. Yeah, and certainly, and there's a lot of different technologies. The one most people are familiar with is the nanotechnology, but doesn't the onset happen just as fast? It's not like taking an edible. You get a faster onset, right? It really depends on the technology. Most people boast that they're between 10 and 15 minutes of onset, and that's pretty quick in comparison to an edible. Onset for edibles is between uh, half an hour and two hours, and it all depends on how a person's endocannabinoid system. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, and how fast they metabolize the cannabinoids and all that good stuff. But yeah, so I I think that's comparable to someone having a drink at a bar. You know, you have you're having a cocktail, and you know, within 15 minutes or so, you're feeling a little buzz. So, you know, I, to me, it's a way for cannabis consumers to be able to still participate in a, a happy hour that aren't necessarily interested in in getting drunk or standing on a balcony. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. The, with the weather here right now and you're forced outside to smoke, totally. Absolutely. Well, that's one of the most important things about the 2.0 products is how much more discreet they are and being able to uh, consume within an area like a bar to be able to, say, have a cannabis beverage that you brought in. or. Um, I have to interrupt. So there's a, a service dog that just walked up and because of the way things are now, immediately my heart stops and I'm like, there's a drug dog. But then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm in a cannabis conference. That's not a real thing. Hey, buddy. It's not a drug, it's medicine. <laughs> yeah, the medicine dogs coming in after me. Yeah. I don't think that's what they're thinking. Making sure that we've had our medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what are you focusing on right now? Like, when I met you, we, we met in Calgary, and now you are in Vancouver permanently, correct? Absolutely. I've taken a position as uh, head of product development with High Beverages. Now, do you hear that, people? This is a guy who is passionate about cannabis and what it did for him and and just got curious about it, dove in, has spent the better... How old are you now? 25. Okay. So, for 13 years, over half of your life, you've been curious about cannabis and doing things and so at 25 years old this guy is now the head of product development for a beverage company like that's so cool I'm so proud of you thanks so much Joanna I mean you just it's important for people to know like you don't have to fit into a certain construct you don't have to go and get the PhD you don't have to follow all the rules that everybody thinks you have to follow like you followed your own rules and now I really feel like this is probably your dream job oh absolutely being able to take what I've learned over the 13 years of intense study into this uh, into this industry and being able to follow the innovations almost piece by piece reading uh, peer-reviewed papers and kind of like immersing myself in the education it allowed me to in a sense, have a have an edge over the people who went towards uh, getting a bachelor's degree and then focusing into their masters and then focusing with like intense focus onto a PhD. Instead, I've been able to pull from all sorts of different uh, areas of the market 
and be able to piece them together in maybe a way that uh, a person who's been focused on one thing for 12 years wouldn't be able to see or wouldn't be able to see it all coming together. You have a, your own unique perspective on the whole thing. I really dig that. And so if you were to give some people, I, and our service dog loves us, he came and just squatted right in front of us. So for someone that is looking to do their homework, what are some of your favorite websites or books or publications that you might recommend? Well, I really like uh, Future 4200. For, for example, they, uh, they're primarily on the extraction and post-processing side, but it's, it's an open forum to pull from people's uh, people who have been doing extraction, distillation, and all these different uh, post-processing site-minded uh, uh, professions, and they're sharing their experiences and information. Uh, very, very good open-source community. Okay, now tell me the URL for that again. Uh, future F U T U R E forty two hundred four two zero zero dot com. Not .ca. Okay. All right. Right on. Um, anything else? Do you have a shameless plug that you'd like to give us today? Anything you want people to know or um, be thinking about in 2020? Uh, no, no plug in particular, but one, one of the main things that you need to know about consuming any of the products that are past flower and tinctures and soft gels, be aware of the onset time, be aware of the offset, and just know what you're consuming. Educate yourself and you'll uh, you'll come out on top. Hi as a kite, casually baked, whatever you want, right? All right, well, what was the coolest thing that you saw today that you're interested in? Well, probably Valens Growworks. They're uh, just a multifaceted company focused on all sorts of different types of extraction methodologies just based on what kind of end product that you're looking towards so i would give those guys a look all right and aren't they they have the testing piece to their company as well don't they absolutely um they've uh done a partnership with um thermo fisher for uh all their hplc and gcms work so it's uh, interesting to see that segment of the market integrating with the actual extraction so that you can get almost on-demand testing just in terms of product development, it's a really nice piece to add. Totally. And especially for companies who, you know, they may have their oil or concentrate tested and then it gets put into hardware and then it maybe fails. And, you know, so that was one of the things I was interested in seeing that there are some of these extra or not extraction testing companies now that they're not only testing the concentrate, but then they're also testing the vapor. And I don't know, I mean, I th think that should probably be required for vapes at this point. Um, I don't know if it is. Do you know? Um, I, I don't 100% I don't know, but I, I think that it is uh, very important to do final product testing and be able to do that exact final product testing in the way that the consumer will use it because that's the most important uh, segment is, uh, I think, Testing along the way for a company that is in-house testing is very important. Whereas if you're just creating a, fi a finished product, it's almost more economical if you have to go through a third party uh, exclusively to then just do the final product. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thanks for nerding out with me a little bit. And I look forward to seeing what you do at um, High Beverages. I'll see you on my next trip to Canada. Absolutely. It's always, a, it's always a good time with you, Joanna. Thanks, James. The business conference portion of the Lift & Co Expo included a lot of forecasting, which, you know, it's a common theme for all of us in January, or at least it should be. New Year's resolutions and annual goals are a great way to find your footing or get back on track. At the Lift & Co business conference, the focus was not only on Canadian cannabis, but also global markets. And no matter if the discussion was retail, research, or raising capital, there's one common theme that held true. Education is the driving force in creating growth and positive change. That same theme carries over to every aspect of our lives. So, how about it? 2020, it's a new decade. Get curious, ask questions, arm yourself with quality information, and whatever you do, stay engaged. We're still in the early days of cannabis legalization. The institutional world hasn't given our industry any resources, and we're already killing it. I mean, there are, <laughs> there are snags and road bumps and all of the above, but we're building it. It's brand new. Nothing is ever perfect. And only 7% of the global population currently uses cannabis. There is a long way to go, and we're learning new things every single day. For example, so far over 60 phytocannabinoids have been identified. In late December 2019, researchers from Italy claim to have discovered two new cannabinoids that I can barely pronounce. Delta-9 tetrahydrocannabiforol and cannabidiferol. Now, the Delta-9 THCP, it appears to be 30 times more potent than THC. The cannabis tested for the study was a medical strain called Italian FM2, supplied by the Military Chemical Pharmaceutical Institute in Florence, Italy. The team's study was recently published in the journal Scientific Reports and states that the new cannabinoids were discovered using a combination of liquid chromatography and high-resolution mass spectrometry. Using tests on mice, the researchers found that a dose of THCP was as active as a larger dose of THC, leading to the claim of its elevated potency. There are currently 800 active clinical trials involving cannabis. So these sorts of discoveries will continue to happen, shaping the future of plant medicine. The Italian researchers concluded that it wouldn't be surprising to see, in the near future, cannabis varieties rich in other minor phytocannabinoids. This genetic selection would enable the production of cannabis extracts rich in a specific phytocannabinoid with a characteristic pharmacological profile. That means more target-specific products for consumers. And pharma investment is coming, people, which will continue to change the game. Along the way, I invite you to lean on me and Casually Baked the podcast for your weekly dose of Canna Confidence. Ask your Canna Curious questions at casuallybaked.com 
to be answered on an upcoming pod. And if you're not in the middle of a social media cleanse this month, I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you get value out of the time we spend together, please support my efforts by becoming a podcast patron at patreon.com backslash casually baked. Another easy and free way to show love and appreciation for the work I do is to share this podcast with a friend or family member. So if you're picking up what I'm putting down, puff, puff, pass it on. Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.